0: Hey man. good morning or a good afternoon to you depending on the time of day you're listening to this. It's been a while since we've uploaded a podcast and I owe you all a big apology for that. But we are beginning a new series and I thought it was a really important series, one that I hope to share with many more of you than show up on a Saturday morning. Honestly, it's one that... I really seriously mean that you should probably listen to with your wife, or at least parts of it. Or at very least, jot down some of the major points or the ideas that you hear in this podcast and share them with your wife then. And, and another idea also, there are some study notes that accompany this, and uh, if you would like you can reach out to us at men at mstarqtown.org, that's men at mstarqtown.org, and we'll make sure that we get you the study notes that for the weeks that we've covered already. So this new series, it is about boundaries. It's entitled Firewalls, Fences, and Partitions. We're going to look at some general principles in the first week for how to establish boundaries, why boundaries matter, how not to go about building boundaries. And then in week two, we're going to look at some guidelines specifically for the creation of boundaries, where to place them, how to monitor them. And we're also going to get into some of the challenges, because honestly, anytime we do something new, anytime we make any change in our lives, it doesn't just affect us, it affects everyone that we come in contact with. And not everyone loves change. Let's face it, if the change that we make impacts somebody affirmatively or positively, well, man, they're all over that. But if the changes that we make in our own life might might have some negative spin for them, some negative meaning for them at least temporarily, they might not like that so much. So we're going to talk about that as well. I would encourage you to pause frequently if you need to so that you can take some notes and maybe share this like I said with your wife, maybe share it with a coworker or even just invite them to listen to the podcast. So, here we go. First with week 1 of fences, firewalls and partitions. Okay, so in a moment, Jason's going to be responsible for the handouts. Um, he'll be frustrated because he wanted to do this much earlier, but I thought we'd, we'd hold off a minute. So if you got the email that we send out every week, I asked you to think about some things in your life. Some things that frustrate you. Some things that you have struggled with for a long time. I don't even remember the details of what I sent to Jason because, well, I just don't. It's sort of like right up there with breakfast sign-up sheets. But what I want you to think about as you're moving through this material is, what have I always wanted to do, dreamed was part of who I should be and what I should be doing, and why isn't that happening? What's standing between me and the big things that I feel like I should do, I could do, but they're just not getting done? Now, in addition to that, I asked you to think about things that were annoying. Now, I didn't say people, but people might be a subset of all things annoying in your life. Why? Why? Why are they annoying? I just want you to keep this all in the backdrop. What are the things that you should be doing, could be doing, the important things, and you're not doing? What are the people and circumstances and situations that you feel have overrun your life? Why is that true? And are you willing, honestly, to make any effort to do anything about that? That's part of what we're going to look at in this series Uh, Vinny texted me when I was still down in Florida, it's gotta be a month and a half ago, or at least a month ago, and he said, I finally have an idea for something we should do on Saturday morning. I'd like to do a series on boundaries. And I said, well, that sounds like a good idea. And at first I was just sort of like, okay, this is something I can work my way into. And then I started to get excited about it and really put notes together. So this is how this works. If there's something that you would like to study in the future, something that you feel is important and could benefit other people, give me a suggestion for it. Vinny gave me a suggestion, I think we've got some really meaningful stuff that we're going to look at. Today, you're probably going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed because you're going to hope I'm going to give you some specifics about how to set boundaries, how to establish boundaries in your life. We're not going to do that today. Instead, what we're going to look at is the theory behind boundaries. What are boundaries? What are the necessary prerequisites that can help us to establish meaningful boundaries? And then, in weeks two and three, we'll actually get to the point where we do some work on boundaries. There is so much material here. I'd encourage you to take this home, read it, reread it, mark it up, maybe even make your own personal photocopy of it, share it with your wife. I'm serious this time. When I read through this again this morning... Mistakes and all, I thought, wow, this, I could do a home study myself over the course of two or three days or a few weeks and then return to it again and again. We're going to read a lot of what's here t- today because honestly I haven't committed it all to memory. I've written it all down, I've gathered the ideas, but I haven't committed it all to memory, besides which I think some of the writing is just helpful. Without boundaries, love is not love, giving is not giving, mercy is not mercy, etc. Since without boundaries, nothing is actually yours, nor yours to give. Now let's just stop right there. That's the first important component. Unless something is actually yours, it's not yours to give. So unless you're willing to establish a boundary and say, "This is inside the limits, this is outside the limits," actually everything is everybody else's to take. Has someone ever taken control of your time? Why? Was it not yours? Or is it possible that we've been led to believe, especially as Christians, that since we don't own anything, nothing is really under our control, and it is free to the access of almost everybody? But I don't really think that's an intelligent way to live, nor do I think that is necessarily God's best design for us. Let's continue to read. Boundaries are, make identity and distinction possible. Boundaries make personal choice possible. Boundaries make responsible behavior meaningful. They indicate that you do have some things which you can be accountable to and responsible for. The act of planning, building, maintaining selected and specific boundaries and fighting to protect them is one of the acts of true stewardship. So tough as this may sound at first, I don't believe anybody can really be a great steward if they're not willing to set some hard and fast lines. Because after all, what is yours to to care for if it isn't really yours to care for? Why can't I just push that, and we all know people like this, why can't I just push that responsibility off on, say, Jim in the back? I don't feel like doing this. Well now, in reverse, has anyone pushed off their responsibilities on you? Ever. If every head does not nod, you don't get the question. Has has anyone ever pushed their responsibilities off on you? Now here's the unfortunate truth. Let me ask question part two. Have you ever picked up and owned someone else's responsibilities? There's a deep-seated something going on right there. Did you know at the time when you picked up the responsibility that was probably theirs to deal with? and yet said yes anyway. What's going on in your own life at a time when you say yes to what you should probably say no to? And I don't want answers. I want you to think about this. I want you to be stuck when you leave here so that there's a lot of stuff swimming in your mind. So what is a boundary? A boundary is a separation between two worlds or entities. In other words, you are not possible. Literally, you are not possible if you don't have boundaries. Uh, The way I say it in there, your skin is an exterior boundary. It's how I know you. When I look at Vinny and I look at Chris, they're, they're right different people. A little bit difference in size, right? Different boundaries. Your external boundary makes you possible. Here's the next question. What makes your external boundary possible? Because my skin is my external boundary, but that isn't what makes the substance of who I am. So there's some haunting questions that we have to deal with before we can start to establish boundaries. Principle number one, nothing has an identity unless or until there are some boundaries for it. For anything to be something, it must be that and not everything stop right there in order to be something you have to make a choice not to be other things now I'm, I'm the chief of this so I will just confess this right out I am the master of overreach if a little is pretty good a lot would be better if a little of this and this and this and this would be good I think it would be really cool to have a lot of this and this and this and do this and this and this and be this and this and this now, maybe I'm the only one in the room who's ever experienced that. But the reality is that I cannot be who I am. In other words, I cannot have an identity unless I'm just as willing to say no to things as yes to things. Otherwise, I'm just this amorphous blob. And people or situations can either push me or because I don't have any internal definition, I will just go wherever I Is easiest. Do you understand what I'm saying? It takes difficult, hard work to establish boundaries that will define who you are and what you do. All right, principle number two. Any boundary is purposeless unless there is something inside which provides the purpose for its being. All boundaries are created or used in actual living. To establish boundaries without knowing why they are there and what they are intended to keep in and keep out or keep constant is an arbitrary exercise with only self-indulgent or delusional purposes. In other words, it's stupid to put in place a boundary until you know what the boundary is there for. Do you know people who live by rules? They're hung up on rules. We eat at this time. We go to sleep at this time. We go to work at this time, we do, we do everything at this time, or we do certain things on certain days. Do you know people that are hung up on, on rules? And yet, if you were to ask them, well, why? Why do you do it this way? What's the reason for... what? I, I love this phrase. What is the reason for this dustness? And they don't have an answer. Now, it's one thing if you forgot that long ago you did set up a collection of rules based on certain things at that time. has anything in your life changed? In other words, do you still have a set of rules that governs the way you behave that was applicable for you when you were 20? But you're now not 20 anymore. That's the most tactful way I can say it. You're now not 20 anymore, but you still apply the same rules. And I think that's true for us. So that reveals another component about boundaries. Well, I am going to be well stocked for coffee this morning. That's good, That that's not a bad thing. One of the reasons that we struggle with this is because it takes consistent effort consistent effort. So so as an illustration I'm probably running ahead of myself so I'll try to get back to following my notes. But could you imagine if we built a great big beautiful wall along the southern border? I mean, could you just imagine that? Please don't go political on me right now. Okay. But nobody ever checked in on it. We built it and thought it would just be okay and it would stay that way forever and we all went back to our normal everyday lives and nobody bothered to look in on the condition of the wall ever again. What would happen? It would fall down, it would get run over. People perhaps on the other side of the wall would bring significant power tools and, and tear down the wall. It's not enough to establish a boundary and be content to say, well, I did that. I've got to look in on it regularly and faithfully and ask the question, is this still an important place for there to be a boundary? So now returning to the idea. Before you can set boundaries, there's some questions that you have to ask in advance. This is the real work. See, the rest of this is somewhat to moderately easy. The real work is asking yourself where should a boundary go and to serve what purpose? So here's the collection. This is principle number three. It's impossible to establish meaningful, justifiable, or even defensible boundaries. Well, Before we go any further, let's just... It is impossible to establish meaningful, justifiable, and even defensible boundaries. Because as soon as you put something in place, someone is going to challenge it. Let's say, hypothetically, that you have had a difficult time. You've got kids and you've had a difficult time establishing boundaries. No, I won't take you to one more event. No, you can't have more than so much money a week. And I'm not even talking about boundaries for them. Right now, I'm talking about boundaries for you. Because if you don't establish boundaries for yourself as a parent, what are you? You're not really the parent. You're the executive assistant of your child. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? And yet we know parents who live like that. They've never really clearly established their own boundaries. This I will do, this I won't, because I am an individual and my entire mission in life is not solely to make you happy. so I need justifiable and defensible. Because if you don't have credible reasons for why the boundary is there, you'll be talked out of it. Now, just put this to the test. Have you ever had a slick kid or grandchildren argue you out of the role that you had just set? Have you ever had a boss that argued you out of the rule that you had just set for times that you would work or things that you would do or not do. See, it doesn't do any good to set a boundary unless you're going to later on be able to defend it. And the only way you're going to be able to defend it is if it actually makes sense. If it's not arbitrary. And so you need to know what's going on in the inside. Remember what we said, your skin is the boundary, but your skin isn't actually what creates the shape of the boundary. It's what's inside. And so we're going to look at the inside issues first of your life that will help you to be able to put boundaries in place. The first is, who are you? I mean, really, who are you? Now that seems like a navel-gazing question, but so what? And you can even... Maybe draw a little line from that and say, Who are you now? Who do you want to be? So there's personal identity present and aspirational identity for the future. Incidentally, you can't become who you want to be and keep who you already are sometimes. There's going to be some overlap, there's going to be some conflict. Why are you? In other words, what's your purpose in life, and what are you about? You can combine them into two, or you can answer them answer them separately. Really, what are you here for? Because if you're just here to get by, if you're just here to enjoy yourself, if you're just here to live the status quo, you don't need many boundaries. One thing's as good as another. And the only thing that's going to cause you to put a boundary in place is when you start to become uncomfortable or removed from your comfort. You know, three meals a day, comfortable place to sleep, a little bit of entertainment. If that's all you're here for, then you don't need many boundaries. What you love and what you hate. Now most of us don't take time to actually articulate that. We might, if, if I was asked, I could articulate a few things that, yeah, I love this, but what do you really stand against? I mean, really stand against. Because I ought to be able to tell that. Remember, I can tell who you are by looking at your skin, which provides the external definition for who you are physically. I should be able to look at your life, and by observing the boundaries that are in place, understand a little bit about what you stand for, what you're living toward, And also what you're living against. Just want to make sure I'm not leaving anything of my scribble out. Okay, moving on. Whom you treasure and why. Now, this is almost cliché, but even though it is, let's just look at it. Who are the people in your life that you prize the most, or say that you prize the most? Have you ever let things that you prize less push in on the terrain so that you had less to give to the people that you say you prize more? Now, that's that's a pretty deep question, And we put ourselves through all sorts of mental gymnastics in order to convince ourselves that that's not true. But the reality is this, sometimes over a period of years we start out doing things for the benefit of someone else and pretty soon we forgot the someone else that we were doing them for the benefit of and we just keep doing them. And so here's the next thing, and I want you to get your head around. I need boundaries, not just to keep others from invading my life. I need boundaries so that I don't spill out everywhere. That's what water does. That's what air does. It goes wherever. And so I need boundaries to do two things. To keep the rest of the world in check... So that I still retain an identity. But I also need boundaries to keep me in check so that I do not be everywhere and everything. So think about that as you start to ask these questions of yourself. What do I need to put in place to keep me me? What do I need to put in place to keep the rest of the world out? And I think we'd all agree, right? There's parts of me that need to be kept in check. I mean, that's a personal thing. I mean, I know we'd all agree that there's parts of me that need to be kept in check, but that's not really what I meant. Of course, you knew that, didn't you? (laughs) Okay, the final question. How genuinely serious are you about everything you just answered? How much do you really want what you say you want? What is the price that you're willing to pay to be the person that you claim you want to be? It's listed further down in in this list of principles, and we'll probably get to it again, and therefore it'll be redundant. But here's something I want you to remember and write down right now. There's a price to pay for success just as much as there's a price to pay for failure. We all understand the idea of the price to pay for failure. If I don't get to this thing, I miss this and I miss all these opportunities. But there is a price that you will pay for success. You will give up certain things to become successful at any one thing. Not only that, but you will have certain things that will come to you as responsibilities, demands, that are the result of becoming successful at something. And I'm going through a lot of this right now. We have worked business-wise for years to get to where we are. And let me tell you, when I'm still in the office at 11.30 at night, I'm not praising God over the fact that we're successful. I'm not eternally grateful for the fact that I can't find enough qualified help at the time when I most need it, and so here I am. But I wouldn't have it the other way. I wouldn't have it not having enough business. You understand, so no matter what, you will pay a price for anything in life, either failure or success. Now, here's the thing. This is the more important question, and this may, might help someone put a boundary in place today. The only question, then, is which is going to, in the end, produce the fewer regrets? If I'm going to pay a price to succeed, or I'm going to pay a price if I fail, in the end, 10, 20, 30, 40 years out, which which decision, which set of decisions is going to fill me with the least regret at the end of my life. And the reason I say this, and, and, and we'll kind of like swing around and I'll go off, off script here for a while. It is possible for a man especially to get to the point where he has invested so much of his life in becoming successful at one thing all the while saying someday I would love to and there's this thing that he always hoped that he could be or do. And yet always the rest of life is encroaching on that to the point that he will never get to be or do the one thing he said he always wanted to do because he's become so successful at one thing. And therefore, sometimes you've got to put a hard stop on something. You've got to just put the wall there somewhere and say, okay, if I'm ever going to be this other thing, I'm going to have to put a stop on this one thing. If I'm ever going to do the thing I say I want to do, and I tell everybody I want to do, I may actually have to put a hard stop on some of the things that I'm now doing, even even if I'm successful at them. Because again, we all know people that are very successful at something and yet they hate it. We all know people that are very successful at something and yet you kind of know that they could be really great and more useful at something else. This is why before you put boundaries in place, all these other questions are essential. The who you are, what are you about, what are you really about? Who do you love? What things do you love and what things do you hate? This would be a... Good point to stop. Does anyone have any questions that they want to bring? People who are inexperienced at setting boundaries will at first come off like that because they don't know any other way. They haven't yet become comfortable. They're as uncomfortable with the boundary they've just put in place as everyone else is. Over a period of time, you become a better emissary or ambassador for your own boundaries. Now, I I may be able to get to this later, I just can't do it right now, because. But that requires more confidence and more self-assurance that comes from practicing maintaining the boundary. Alright, so again, I'm going to go off script and run ahead. There's a multi-step process here. I have to understand where the line should be. Then I have to understand the kind of wall that should be built there, whether it is, whether it is flexible or whether it is rigid. And then I have to be willing to start to live according to that boundary, and I have to maintain the boundary. Those are all steps in the process and we can write every new year's resolution is a promise you make to yourself about a boundary that you're going to put in place the reason that everybody doesn't look like the guy on the men's health magazine front cover is because they don't maintain the boundary that they set it's not that they don't know how to build boundaries they don't know how to walk the line later and do the work of keeping the boundary well which comes back to the simple thing that you what well, I think we're going to tie this into something else. It is helpful. So, before we started for the morning, Paul said, I'm going to borrow what you said. That that email that we sent out and had a list of things, you know, the things that you're struggling with, the things that annoy you, the things you'd like to do. And Paul said, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. I thought about that for a couple of hours, and I didn't have necessarily real clear answers. My wife, in five minutes, gave me the answers to that. Now, this is this is not a presentation to extol the virtues of wives. Okay, wives have been wrong too. I just want to make sure that we all understand that wives are not always. Prescient and, and more gifted than men the point is that sometimes an outside source can help us to see something that we don't see in ourselves that's the point to remember Right? you, you don't need to feel emasculated your wife is not always right are you confused? <laughs> I wonder if I can quote you on that you, here, do you want to write that down? yes it's here brother will be allowed to come Saturdays if I repeat that. All right. No boundary that you impose is your boundary alone. So when you impose, this is a, we're going to say it's pretty much like principle number five. And I'm running a little bit off point here. When you establish a boundary, the boundary doesn't just impact you. It affects everyone that comes up against that wall. And so you need to be prepared to live in relationship with that person in a new way once you put the boundary in place. In certain respects your relationship will from that time on be different. Which ties into the next point. To be a person who sets boundaries must make me more sensitive to respecting the boundaries of other people. Let me give you an illustration. Suppose you're the kind of person who will do anything to get the job done. Suppose you will work as long as necessary, do as much as it takes. You will bring 110% of yourself to something. In other words, in that respect, you don't have clearly defined boundaries. And then you look at your peer to the right or to the left, And you don't understand why they only give 80% and say, well, I have to go home now because I have a wife and kids, or I have this other commitment. And you say, well, wait a minute, we're giving this all to get this done. Have you ever been in that experience where you felt, well, he's not pulling his weight, therefore I have to do more. Why can't everybody just pitch in and get this done? But the reality is that at that moment, that person has established a border. You may not agree with it, You may not think it's right even for this situation, let alone for this person, let alone for you, but they've established a border. If you want people to respect your borders, one of the things you're going to have to do is start to learn to respect other people's boundaries and borders as well. And you may not agree with them. They may be as uncomfortable to you as the newly established boundaries that you're setting are uncomfortable to them. What's happened is, and and let's just Read this number six together. Boundaries make living possible, but also impose limitations. The backyard boundary means I don't have to mow my neighbor's lawn. Isn't that good? Since it is his to care for, nor does he get to use my savings account as his own. But the fence also means I can't cut across his property or get to another place. I also need to live within my finances or promises. Boundaries keep, us each, keep each person responsible and also promote civility.